Hey guys, welcome to the Hunter's Quest podcast. It's good to be with you as always. Uh, this week I have a full-on recap episode of this uh, rut rifled mule deer hunt I just got off of. It was an awesome hunt. Uh, we got a nice buck on day five and we saw bucks every single day. So this one's with my videographer, Logan Romney. Um, and he also was a huge help as far as just pulling this hunt off. He brought a wall tent and some other stuff that kept us warm because it was like negative 20 the first night. And um, and also he's a great hunter, so he helped me out finding deer and stuff. So um, learned a lot on this hunt. Uh, it was a very fun hunt, saw a lot of deer, and uh, it's a cool story, so I hope you guys will enjoy. There's one thing I do want to mention. Um, we talk about cold weather gear a little bit, and one thing I forgot to mention was, um, as I may have, you may have heard me say before, my feet get cold super easy, so... This trip, I tried a couple different things. I got some Schnee's pack boots, which are very warm, but they're not the best for like long hikes and rough terrain. So what I ended up doing was I wore some alpaca wool socks. My buddy Austin Legg recommended those. And then um, I got these things called Arctic Shield boot insulators. I got mine on Camo Fire, but you can get them on Amazon or whatever. I think Cabela's has them too, um, or get them from Camo Fire, but they're these just, um, there's a picture here I'll show you. They just slip on over your boots. They're not expensive. And so basically, as soon as we would get up to our glassing knob, I would just throw those guys on when I put my puffies on. And uh, my feet stayed relatively warm despite the insanely cold temperatures. Now we were moving around more than my last hunt, but still they did work pretty well. So. If you have feet issues, I would highly recommend those Arctic Shield insulators. Other than that, um, I think we hit everything pretty good, and uh, it's a cool story, so I hope you guys enjoy. All right, guys. Welcome to the Hunter's Quest podcast. I feel like a huge idiot because we just recorded probably, what, 30 or 45 minutes of conversation? Yeah. And just... I wasn't recording, so good job, me. This trip has really humbled me. <laughs> it's been good, though. It's been it's good. Been good. Um, we got this buck, if you're watching on YouTube. Well, he looks huge in the 17, doesn't he? <laughs> Look at that. Oh, yeah, dude. He's a giant. He is huge. <laughs> He's a good deer. He's only a two, but, like, really cool deer, like, mass. He's got, like, this, like, palmated, like, trashy little G2 right here. Um, he's really wide, at least, especially for me as like a whitetail guy, like. Yeah, what would we say, 26 inches wide? Yeah, roughly, just a guess like of it, 26, yeah. 20, 27. Yeah. Um, so anyway, he's a pretty cool buck. Um, but, um, so Logan is from Idaho, right? Yeah. Okay. Tell me a little bit about your like hunting history, like how'd you learn to hunt, who taught you, that kind of stuff. Yeah, been hunting, I mean, as long as I can remember, my I grew up hunting, my dad took me hunting a ton when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, Red Rider BB guns and whatnot? Yep, yep. <laughs> All right, well, I met Logan on Instagram through Luke, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, and Logan's been trying to get into the industry, or has been getting into the industry. You worked with some guys over in Canada, like, um, help film and pack and stuff, right? Yeah, swing for Backcountry BC and Beyond. Nice. Up there, up there for two months filming. Okay. And it was awesome. Um, so you're up there two months filming, and you probably got like some, almost like 
guiding type experience because you're like sitting observing, watching the guide so much and kind of taking it all in, huh? Yeah. Just sure. knowing you after like the past week, like how your mind works a little bit, I bet you t learned a ton of it, didn't you? Oh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think you came out of there a better hunter? Oh, I 100% I did. Yeah. And filmer? Yeah. Yeah. Both. Yeah, just like watching different styles of hunting because it's totally different up there, different country, like yeah. different ways of hunting. And seeing totally different like personalities, like uh, like different clients, right? Yeah. Yeah. And you see a wide, I'm sure you see a wide array like of skill sets and. Yep. Yeah. All right, so what, okay, so in your assessment, what'd you think of me? Yeah, dude, you were good, you were good. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can be honest, dude. Yeah, no, I mean, like, I think I, I think it's super cool coming out here with, like, no experience doing this type of hunt. Yeah. And, like, just making it work, because I think a lot of guys are either scared to do it or, like, don't want to do it because it's hard. Yeah. And, like, I admire that about you just coming out and doing all these hunts. Oh, thanks, like, That's yeah, super cool. It. Yeah, I appreciate Not it. Not a lot of people do it. Appreciate that. Well, that's kind of what this whole thing about is that, like, you know, I do train and prepare for this stuff, but I'm not anything special at all. I'm just, you know, I grew up whitetail hunting, and um, so if I can do it, like you guys can do it, and yeah, I have, you know, like I said, I do train for it and that kind of stuff, but it's not undoable for sure. Especially if you can make some cool friends like Logan, who like hooked us up with a wall tent and a wood stove. Oh yeah. Uh, we were living it up, dude. He has a sick, like, big wall tent. We got a nice wood stove in there, a cook stove. We were cooking burgers and tacos and hot dogs. <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah. And so other thing was that was really cool is we had this place, like, pretty much to ourselves. I was surprised, weren't you? Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. for the area we were going to has a lot of hunting pressure. Right. And, uh, yeah, we kind of got out there, like, off the roads. Yeah. And, like, there's nobody out there. Yeah. And for me, like... It was, so I don't have a ton of experience driving in the snow because in the southeast it doesn't get that much snow. Like a big snow is eight inches. And there was eight inches when we were there, when we got there. Yeah. Of powder pretty much. Wasn't yeah. there about? Oh, yeah. yeah. Actually about that. So when we, we were pulling into this place, we're the first tire tracks on the road. Yeah. For we a lot of the little BLM roads we were on, we were the first set of tracks. We started off going to some place that East scouted up uh, higher up in the unit. But we got there and it just didn't, I don't know, we just weren't feeling it. No. There's several other camps in there, some really steep stuff. And we glassed for like a little bit, but they're like, yeah, we just weren't feeling it. Yeah. What would you think yeah. about that spot? Yeah, I mean, you never know. We, like from the road, it, it, it didn't look like amazing. Yeah. Who, who knows like who we got back in there. But, yeah. But uh, it, it was definitely different than it looked like on the maps. Like yeah. it didn't it, like it was super steep, like almost cliffy. <laughs> like like deer weren't gonna be hanging out in some of that stuff. Yeah, so. I remember you said we pulled up. You're like it's like sheep country. Yeah, it definitely <laughs> looked like it. <laughs> so um, yeah, so we weren't feeling it. It didn't look you know it didn't look great, and it looked like a really tough place to hunt. So uh, we hit my next kind of plan B spot, which you know this is all just from e scouting and talking to friends. Um, nobody gave me like, here's the direct spot you need to go to. You know, I was pointed in the right direction by friends. Um, just not even like industry connections or anything, just like friends. So um, so we we found the spot and we were the first set of tracks on there. So we're like, this is gonna be, gonna be good. I remember we were kind of like hopeful, right? Yeah, looked good. Nobody been back there? Yeah, seeing the first deer of the trip off yeah. the road. Like, yeah. I was like, ooh, there's so, deer here. Yeah. <laughs> we were talking about how that just like, just seeing some kind of animal, you're like, yeah. okay, they're here. Yep. It just, like, makes you feel good. So we come in, and we've seen tracks everywhere, elk tracks and deer tracks. Yep. 
And um, we, again, we tried to drive around a couple spots until uh, we kind of got further back into where there were some bigger tracts of BLM land um, that we could kind of just play with. And um, I remember we got back there to a spot, and it was like kind of on the top of a. It was like the, one of the highest spots around. It was. And, yeah. um, and I jumped out, and we were just glassing. I was like, I literally was saying, I can't believe we haven't seen a single deer yet. And there's a deer, <laughs> by, <laughs> like, for like 300 yards or something. Yeah, this is dope. Yeah, there's a deer staring at me. So um, that happened a bunch on this trip, too, I feel like. Yeah, like, every time it was like, ah, oh, there's, like, no deer here. And then they're like, oh, there's a deer. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> I was thinking the exact same thing. There were like several hunts, like glassing sessions were like, ah, dang, I guess they're all blown out. And then yeah. boom, one will pop up. Yeah. So that's just the way it was. Like the terrain is very, um, there's all these like bottoms and, um, and ridges and canyons. Yeah, it's like really weird. Yeah, really weird. It's different than like most of the stuff you've muled around before. Oh, right? yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. It's not like, it's not big mountain. It's yeah. It's different. It's it's like it feels like you're hunting the mountains because you're up and down so much, yeah. but it's not mountains. No, it's weird though. Yeah, um, but it's still like pretty physically demanding place, even though it's not like right. You know, mountain here, mountain here, but it's like physically pretty pretty demanding. Yeah, and you don't have to go that hard, but like we did, and we were pretty much every glassing session looking at deer that like we we're like, yeah, let's go try to kill them. Yeah, almost. Almost. Yeah. Um, for the first part of the trip. So, so anyway, the first night we get there, um, we pull up and we didn't even set up camp. We just went out and glassed. Yep. Cause we didn't, we weren't even sure if we wanted to commit to that yet. Yeah. So, um, so we go out and then what do we see? Seems oh, we saw that white tail, the white tail. Yeah. <laughs> I saw this deer that I thought was a white tail, but he was like, no, it's definitely a mule deer. And, um, it was. But uh, as a doe, she was, what, 600 yards or something? Yeah, something like that. that so, um, just going back a little bit, guys, like, um, yeah, like, Logan was commenting me, I mean, um, complimenting me earlier about coming out and doing this, and that's that is good, but um, it super helps to have local friends, you know, like, and I'm not even talking about, again, not like people I, I know from the hunting industry or anything, like, just like, um you know, having connections online, like through Instagram or whatever it may be, um, you can make friends. Like we were just talking earlier, like I met Luke and then I met Logan through Instagram. So, um, pretty cool. I miss, yeah, I met so many people on Instagram that I would like never know. Yeah. Like, so it can be good if it's used, you know, for yeah. the right reasons and stuff. So, um, so anyway, all I'm trying to say is develop one like tip. I would say if you do want to come out, um, on DIY hunts like that, like this, is um, like try to develop like friends over social media or whatever uh, that live out here because like Logan was a huge help. He brought the wall tent and all that stuff. We used his dad's vehicle, so shout out to Mike as well. And um, and like I wouldn't be able to do it without his help. Plus, he was a huge help in the field glassing. He saw definitely most of the deer before I did. Um, like and. Just his, uh, we were talking about how my style of hunting versus the, his style of hunting that he grew up in, you know, his hunting culture versus my hunting culture growing up is very different. And so, um, you know, he's just got more of an innate skill about reading topo maps. Um, I remember I was saying the last time we were talking about it is uh, this type of terrain, like when you're in like a mountainy environment and there's like big 
obvious terrain features, it's pretty easy to read a topo. But yeah. when you get out there and it's like literally it just looks like looks like just zigzags it everywhere. Does. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's like pretty hard to read, especially yeah. if you're not like good at it. Right. So, but um, Logan just has like more experience with that, and because um, I mean you've been doing this since forever, right? Yeah. Since yeah. Since when was it's been the, around? When when like how old are you when you did your first like just uh, DIY kind of just you know off in the mountains, even just for like a day or whatever? Yeah. Like when my dad wouldn't let me solo hunt till I could drive, so okay. I was like 15 probably. Okay. When I started doing yeah. like my own hunts. Yeah. And but yeah. that's five years ago, and and you you said your dad took you out a lot too, right? Yeah. He teach you a lot? a lot. Oh yeah. For sure. He's a pretty good hunter? Yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah, he he kills some big stuff? He kills some big stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's funny. Um, you're humble. I wanted, like, we didn't get, like, that much time to talk about everything. So, like, there's still questions I have about, like, what's the biggest, like, I don't know. Is your dad a mule deer guy or elk? Mule deer, okay. for sure. Is that where you yeah. got your love of the mule deer? Probably is, yeah. See, Logan's a mule deer guy. I'm still, like, on the fence because I never shot an elk yet. So, I'm kind of, but, like, I will say... I went for mule deer first, so maybe I'm a mule yeah. deer guy. Yeah, maybe you are. I don't know. I think I do. I've, I'm kind of a deer junkie. But um, anyway, Logan's an amazing hunter. Did great behind the camera. Helped me out a ton. So all, all that is to say is, like, um, make friends online. For sure. <laughs> and uh, yep. that I think, helps. I so think a lot more people are willing to help out, too, than, than most people think. Probably. I bet, yeah. I bet, it, I bet yeah. there's a lot of more people willing to. Yeah. So, um, anyway, I'm just trying to keep things moving without um, yeah, sure. being too redundant, but still hit most of the stuff if we can. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so, first night we get there, we set up, um, and I think the first night, by the way, was negative 21, 22, something like that. Yeah, it was cold. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> and that's the night, of course, that we were in the teepee yeah. with just a little Mr. Buddy Heater, which actually the, the Mr. Buddy Heater saved us. It did awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I had my Seek Outside stove, um, but it, you know, it doesn't really stay lit unless you kind of stay up and feed it very well. And also there wasn't a ton of wood. At least we didn't have time to gather any that night. Yeah, we didn't. We got back at dark because um, while we were out uh, glassing, what did, what did we see? Yeah, it looked out. And I seen two deer running across this hill. Yeah. Pulled the binos up, and there's a buck chasing the doe. Yeah. So. What did you think of the buck when you saw him? He was a cool buck, for sure. <laughs> he had a couple, like, cheaters and some trash coming off him. Yeah. He wasn't, like, he wasn't giant. Right. He was, like, two by, or three by, three by four frame. But he had, like, a cheater on his, on his foreside and, like, a cool, like, yeah. cheater coming off the back on his other side. And he was, like, kind of droopy, like, yeah. looking. I, I do cool. remember as he was running away seeing, like, the droop. Yeah. And. It's funny listening to you describe him um, even. And this just goes back to something we were talking about earlier is just the difference of our hunting cultures, like how I think about it versus how he thinks about it is just like different just because we were raised in different uh, environments and different styles of hunting. So like you really, like when you look at a deer, like you're dissecting its rack, yeah, <laughs> aren't you? It's true. <laughs> oh, yeah. See, me is more just like, oh, that's a nice looking deer. Let's go. <laughs> You know yeah. what I mean? You're like looking at that thing and like p picking out exactly what it's got. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's funny. Okay. I, I'm just noticing some of this stuff even, even as we're talking about it now. So like, because when I, when you, I hear you describing that deer, I'm like, oh man, like I don't even remember. I, I remember it, but it's just more like a picture in my brain and like yeah. the feeling of go. 
Yeah, right. <laughs> like prey drive instinct kicked in. So uh, we were talking about this earlier too, but I, I kind of bombed down into something that was like really steep. Probably could have picked a better route, huh? Probably could have, yeah. <laughs> I thought I, I thought that was the way to go too, but like we yeah. get down there and it was just like... Yeah, I think like I did consult steep. you on most stuff, even from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Bit, yeah. Like, this looks about right. And you'd be like, yeah. yeah I mean, it looked fine. It, it didn't look like it got <laughs> yeah. steep, but oh, yeah, my God, we, freaking. Yeah, we got down in there, and I was literally using my rifle as trekking poles. Yeah. And he's like running around with his, like, what? how much does that thing weigh? Huge camera, probably like 10 pounds. Yeah, at least 10. I would say with tripod, maybe, maybe 12. More. Yeah. Um, anyway, and he's running around carrying this thing. You, well, you were trying to use that as a trekking pole, too, right? Oh, yeah, I was, for sure. <laughs> you didn't use trekking poles at all. How, how come? No. Is that so you have hands free to film? Uh, yeah, it definitely makes it easier to film. Because yeah. I, I noticed Luke a lot of times would have one pole. Yep. yep. But is that why you didn't have them, or you just didn't bring them? Mo I, I, I had them in the truck the whole time. Oh, really? Yeah. I, you just didn't... Just that kind of country, and like if we're, my pack's usually not that heavy, so I just don't really yeah. ever need them. And need it's it. like way easier to film without them. Okay. So that's yeah. mostly why. I loved having trekking poles. Yeah. <laughs> it I helped wish me I out a lot. <laughs> On one day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, so we see this buck, we go after him, get into some steep stuff. Um, we go up, two does actually like um, snorted. I didn't even hear them. Yeah. Um, but anyway, there's two does like right there. But we get to the top of the hillside. I probably peaked out a little bit too fast. I probably should have gone a little slower, crawled maybe, just like chilled. But I was like in go mode still. And so I skyline myself, of course. And, um, and him and a couple does just kind of like bounce up the hill a little bit. They're in range. What do we say? 275 ish. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, and they saw me, but they weren't like super freaked out or anything. Right. So we dropped down. Logan actually threw me his pack, which was perfect. Um, I got set up super steady rest and, uh, that was pretty good. That little pack toss. Yeah. That was good. <laughs> struggling. I was like, here. <laughs> I try to get my because it was it was on like a spine, so my bipod really wasn't working in yeah. that environment, and it was snow yeah. covered as well. Yeah, and so he just tossed the pack, and that worked. Um, that was good, and uh, had a super solid rest. But he was just a pine tree was covering everything from about the middle of his vitals, including the head. So I wasn't even a hundred percent sure it was the buck. Yeah. So obviously, first night I'm not gonna take that risk. Any night I'm not gonna shoot at an animal I don't know what it is. Right. Um, especially, and the vitals were covered. So, but um, I got a little too aggressive and tried to like move my pack a couple times. I got away with it the first couple times. Then, like, I think the third one, they saw me and they were like, nah, and they, they got out. Yeah, took off. He did look pretty big running away. They always look bigger from behind. <laughs> That's funny. Um, yeah, so, but we never saw that guy again, did we? Nope, never did. I wish we had, kind of. I know. I was I was hoping to find him. Oh. Yeah, I didn't know it like secretly the whole time. You're just like yeah, trying to like, find that guy. Where is that buck at? Yeah. <laughs> um, he would have been cool, but anyway, that guy lives on. And you know, though he was a cool buck, um, that was the first night, and like I'm kind of glad the story went on a little longer. Yeah, me too. Um, it would have been hard to tell. Well, anyway, it, I'm just glad there was more hunt. Let's put it that way. So anyway, um. He got out of there, never saw him again, and we went back to camp and set up our teepee, and yep. what did we eat? Hmm. Did we freeze dry? Oh, we did hot dogs. Oh, we did. We yep. set up the camp stove, even though we didn't have the thing yet. Yep. Yeah. So anyway, we did have hot dogs. That was good. That was good. Um, but <laughs> then we had to, like, crawl in the teepee, and it's, like, what, 6 p.m. or something, or, like, 5.30? Yeah. 
Because it gets dark. It's so early. Like, so early now. So, we call it, it was cold. It was cold. Negative, probably 20-something. Yeah. We had a little heater. Have you done a lot of camping in that cold? Um, Not a lot, no. Yeah. So, even for you, you, that was cold. Yeah, it was pretty cold. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't like, I wasn't like super cold, though. Because well, we did have I, a heater. Not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not saying as like, far as like the that we were cold, but it's like the conditions were cold. Yeah. 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 Like, we were pretty toasty with the little Mr. Buddy heater. Yeah, it wasn't bad in there. Um, Of course, you can't keep it going all night. Right. And then it got cold, but like I just meant like more like just conditions, conditions wise. Yeah. Uh, I haven't had a ton of hunts that cold. Yeah, a few. Yeah. yeah. So and it's by far the coldest hunt I've ever been on. I mean, uh, it seems like it barely gets down to above twenty when I'm hunting usually. Yeah. So anyway, but this is cool having Logan with me because it was like all just like par for the course for you almost pretty much. Like you just like I was getting a little nervous like driving out on some of those BLM roads because. Like I said, eight inches of snow back home for me is a lot, and it's gone in a day. This, when we got to the hunt area, there's eight inches of snow. So I'm already kind of like, is this okay to be driving back here? Yeah. <laughs> and you're, I can you're, tell you were a little nervous. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, if, you're, if, if it's too much, like we, can, we don't have to do it. <laughs> exactly. The whole yeah. time I was just like, yeah, dude, like, don't push it. Like, if it's, if it's sketched, like, don't push it. I don't want to get stuck back here. Yeah. But no. So I'm just not used to driving the snow. Like, we just don't get snow at home. So... Anyway, um, we get back there. Um, I'm kind of jumping around a little. I get that. but um, So we had that first night. The next morning is when we went to that um, glassy nod that was kind of down yep. uh, the hill from us. And it was oh, a half mile-ish. Yeah, something like yeah. that. It wasn't very far. Yeah. Um, that was a good spot. We saw some elk from up there. I actually spotted some elk. Yes, I did spot yep. something. Good job. <laughs> um, the bigger of the species. Um, I just spotted a couple deer. Yeah, yeah, a couple. <laughs> I was trying. No, I, I was, I was, he's just a really good glasser. You've developed that skill. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I, it is like a developed skill, I think. Yeah. Yeah. He's just, you know, um, yeah, I think it totally, I mean, just we were talking about before, I mean, though he is 20 years old, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he's been doing this type of hunting, like, wh- like, I've been only doing this three years, and, like, he's just, like, a lot of these things are just ingrained in him from his dad and just doing it right yeah yeah just time you like solo hunt don't you i love it yeah yeah that's you're kind of a silent killer type yeah (laughs) i can see yep that's what it is (laughs) so um you shot a really nice buck this year didn't you yeah solo yep yeah by myself filmed it what what was he yeah that's right the films you're gonna drop the films in pretty soon yeah in the next couple weeks so okay you're saying that oh yeah you showed me a sneak peek of it you showed me the kill shot sequence right yeah and, um, yeah, it looks really good, man. I can't wait to see it. Um, self-film, so that's not easy. Yeah, no, it's Where can not. people see it? It'll be on YouTube, on my YouTube channel. What's your YouTube Logan channel? Romney. Logan, and your Instagram is? Logan Romney Photography. Okay, cool. Yeah. So if you guys ever need any um, services, I would highly recommend his services. <laughs> um, or if you want to just reach out, I'm sure he'd be cool to talk. But, um, okay, back to the story. So that's when we saw the 3 by 4 Yeah. Yeah, and what did you think when you saw him? Like he was decent. I thought he was a good buck. He yeah. had like good front forks. He was obviously a three on one side. Um, he's pretty good though. Yeah. So. But was he? Again, like it's funny. Like I'm, I was just like, I, all I remember was like, oh, that's a cool deer. I would shoot him. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> so like, was he out to? Was he past his ears? Do you think or he was at like, his ears? Maybe barely at his ears. Barely at his ears. Yeah. Okay. 
I don't. I didn't remember that part. Yeah. Um. I do remember the three by four and that he was clean. Like he didn't have like cheaters or anything. No, nope, he didn't. Yeah. Barely. Straight three maybe by four. Maybe like a couple. Of eye yeah. Guards. Baby eye guards. Yeah. I remember seeing the eye guards. Yeah. Because I said he's got eye guards. Um. So he's a good buck. So we decided to go for him. And um. So we basically bombed down this little canyon, and go up the other side. I again was probably moving too fast, right? Well. I, not that you were, we were. We were, like, okay. I, yeah. I was right behind you, yeah. Like, yeah. I didn't think that anything was wrong with it. Okay, so I didn't, like, screw it up necessarily. No. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so we, we peeked over probably a little too fast. I don't know, either way, there was some elk right in there. Like, yeah. pff, 150 yards? Yeah, they weren't very far. 200 maybe? Yeah, they were just, like, over the little ridge we couldn't see. Yeah, they were close. So, like, we didn't see them until we got, like, right there. They were close. Um, I'm going to grab some water. You want some water? I'm good, I got one right um, so anyway, these elk were super close, and they saw us, and they, you know, went up the hill and over the top, right? Yep. And we think that may have factored into, well, I don't know. I, I think it did, because as soon as the elk kind of busted up, the deer stood up. But what about, well, yeah, he did stand up. That's right. That's the only and reason And he was looking up towards him. the elk, so. Yeah, and that's probably the only reason we even saw him is because he stood up. Yeah, we wouldn't have seen him. They were from that spot. See, yeah, I'm just literally absorbing all these things as we're even talking right now because the hunt is so fresh in my mind. Um, and, you know, to be honest, coming from, or like from my perspective, a guy from out east that's relatively new, but learning this uh, Western hunting stuff is, uh, it's, uh, it, it takes, it's like an overload in your senses, right? Yeah, I get that. You know, like, there's so many, it's just, yeah. I don't know how, to, I don't need to really go into any more details, just a sensory overload. The landscape is so cool. There's so much just new information coming in on every level um, that I just, you're able to kind of more like dissect what happened and like, you know what I mean? Like, does that make sense? Yeah. Like, I get, yeah. yeah. I, I felt that way like going to like to Canada, like the first couple of days was just like totally like yeah. weird. Yeah. You got used to it, but yeah. Yeah. So anyway. Um, just kind of thinking about like, the psyche behind the hunt and stuff, but uh, I'm still just kind of like digesting a lot of this stuff. Um, so anyway, um, we get up to the top of this hill. Um, Logan sees him. He stands up and he's looking right at us. I mean, not like at us, but our direction. Yeah. Right. And um, so that's when I guess the elk maybe got him up and scared him up. So we 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 set up really quick. We kind of Logan grabbed the camera and got it on him. I uh, grabbed the rifle. I got down the rest. I was having a little trouble getting range, to be honest. I was a little shaky. Uh, I, was, I, I don't know if I remember if I asked you to verify the range or not, but um, I usually have been doing that lately, guys, if you have a buddy with you. I don't know if this is standard out here or not, but I usually ask my, my buddy, like, hey, can you verify this range? Because you never know, like, if your hands are shaking a little bit and you hit, like, a tree, it yeah. could just be off. So, I don't know, is that, do people do that out here? Uh, uh, yeah, I think it's a good idea. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I usually ask my buddy to verify range for me, and um, he was at 420-ish, right? Yeah. Yeah, and pretty buck, and yeah, we, we had a shot, but by the time we got the camera set, like, you know, that's part of filming, too, is you can't just necessarily, like, all right, there he is, boom, like, you got to make sure both of us are set up with the camera on the buck, yep. you know, recording, and I'm trying to get a range, get set up. I have him in my crosshairs. I'm feeling like I've settled down. I'm ready to make a clean shot. Uh, kind of slowed my breathing down a little bit, and then he vanishes. Yep. So. Yep. Bummer. Yeah. <laughs> Watch him go over the next ridge. Yeah. Watch him go over the next ridge at like twelve hundred, and um, so that was that was you know, he was we never saw him again either. 
We did. Oh, we did? Yep, down by the dome. Oh, yeah. Rock. Okay. Like yeah, the next right. day. I forgot. Yeah. Um, I don't remember if I mentioned it yet in this podcast or the last one that I forgot to hit the record button on, but I'm going on like zero sleep, so I'm a little out of it also, guys. Um, for some reason, after like a physically challenging, like really exerting day, like I a lot of times can't sleep. I laid in bed for like five hours last night, not sleeping, and then like would wake up every hour. So I don't know. That's kind of weird. You'd think like being tired after like a long pack out, you just like crash, which yeah, you did. I did. Yeah. <laughs> but I was just like... My legs hurt. <laughs> yeah. So um, anyway, no excuses. But um, we saw that buck again. The next was the next day, right? In the afternoon. Yep, the next afternoon. He was just cruising. We didn't see anything really that morning, did we? Uh, Maybe a couple. We saw a couple forkies, I think. Yeah. Is that the day so. we set the wall tent up? Yeah, like the two point walked out right by camp. Yeah. yeah. Um. So we'll just kind of fast forward a little bit, like not going to everything in total right. detail, but yeah. We got um, camp set up, the wall tent. Kind of, we were like, you know, we came back and got the teepee put together, and we were like, you know, should we move? And we're like, we're seeing good deer, and we're not really, you could see everything, so we're like, let's just stay here. Yeah. So we threw up the wall tent, and uh, it was one of those moments where we were like, I don't know, do we make the right decision? And like, we look up, and yeah. <laughs> there's like a fork, you just like, what was he, 100 yards from camp? Yeah. Yeah, just walking through stuff. So that was kind of like verification. Okay. Deer are cruising through here. Like, it could have just as easily been a, a big buck. So. Right. so we set up the wall tent, and that's the afternoon we saw him again, right? Yeah. Okay. By um, himself. Oh, I remember. We checked out a few other spots that day and kind of looked at some different areas, and then we bounced over, and we were sitting in camp, right? Yeah, we're like, we can see more from camp, so yeah. let's just go sit at camp. Exactly. Like, the, our camp was on this really high vantage point, and we could see, like, almost everywhere we hunted, we could see our camp. Oh, yeah. You could see the truck up there. Yep. So uh, so we sat up there, and I remember I was literally saying, I was like, are we, I said, are we, like, um, yeah, are, we, like are we doing it smarter, not harder, or are we, like, being lazy right now? Yeah. Like, glass room camp. Because I'm in a chair and everything. I was drinking coffee. Yeah. And, and you're like, yeah, but I don't know if there's what we could do that's harder yeah. <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember. Yet. Yeah, it was a good plan. Because, like, like, literally five minutes after that, like, five seconds after I said that, you saw the buck yeah. from camp. So uh, we saw the buck again, and we, like, how far was he? Maybe a mile, mile and a half? Yeah, but a mile. Mile? Down in the bottom. like. And yeah. we just decided, like, hey, we're here to hunt. Let's do it. So we went after him. Uh, but we didn't see we him didn't, again. Yeah. We kind of just tried to get closer to see if we can find Because he kind of yeah. disappeared, and then... We're it like, was more like come. an exploratory mission to see if we could get closer. Yeah. Because he was cruising. He was. He wasn't yeah, like... No, he was moving. Yeah. We didn't really have... So it was like an attempt to get closer, but it was probably a long shot anyway, just because he was far away and moving. Yeah. But um, anyway, we went after him. It was fun. Um, didn't see him. Didn't see anything else that night, did we? Nope. Didn't see anything else. Um, which, something again that I'll mention is this hunt, we, we saw most of our activity like midday, like... Um, I don't know if it was the, the moon phase, because the moon was really bright the first couple nights. I mean, like, yeah. bright as day outside. And so maybe that had um, something to do with they weren't quite as crepuscular, like, moving, like, dawn and dusk. They were really moving, like, best between, I'd say, what, like, 10 and 3? Yeah. Something there. That's better what it was, yeah. Yeah. Later mornings. Later mornings and early afternoons. Yeah. And then, like, we didn't see a ton in the early times. So it was actually kind of nice. Yeah. Um, but, uh... Lost my train of thought. So where were we? So so that we oh, lost that lost that deer. Yeah. So then. Yeah. Yeah. And we just went back to camp. And then the next morning, is that when we went back to the original glassing spot that we saw the first buck from in the um, morning? 
Yes. I think yeah, so. I think so. I mean, it's all kind of blurring together, but we went to a, a glassing spot. That was um, the day we didn't see anything else. I think. Yeah, I didn't see. We saw the. I think we saw one or two. We, we had that one like two point oh, roll yeah. by. Like, yeah, he did. At like two hundred yards or something. Yeah. I got some footage of him, but um, we were talking about it before. Like I was, you know, holding out for like a mature deer this time. So anyway, um, let the two points walk when we saw him, um, and then the next morning, or no, then. We kind of bounced around a little bit, and then that we evening, did. did we see something that evening? Was that the evening we went out? Um, went out and uh, saw that other four point. Oh yeah, that, was it that evening? I, I don't remember. I guess that <laughs> Everything's <laughs> blurring together. I think it was because yeah, and then probably. it was the day after that that we didn't see a single deer, and we're like, oh, yeah, right, okay. Yeah, we might be jumping ahead a little bit. I can't remember. Whatever, but it, it might have been. Um, so that night, yeah, that night we went to. No, because that was the second time we'd been to that spot when we went. Remember? You're right. You're right. Whatever. It doesn't really make that much difference. We hunted and we saw some deer. <laughs> the next, but the next time we saw a deer we wanted to go after or had a you know an opportunity, um, we were just walking to a glassing spot, literally like just walking, and Logan goes ah, psh, psh, and like directly behind us. What do you see? There's a deer standing there. <laughs> yeah. There's a deer standing around. around and he's just standing. He's there. a man of few words. Uh, there was a deer standing just on the skyline, just staring at us. Yeah. Pretty nice deer. He was a good deer. Yeah, we, yeah, we were like 50 <laughs> yards from the glassing knob. I'm like, oh, there's a deer. <laughs> he has like a spider sense, I swear, dude. Like, he would just randomly see deer like completely behind us when we're like 50 yards from our spot. Like, you know when you're like approaching your spot, you're like kind of looking where you're going to sit, like thinking about taking your pack off, and I was like kind of doing it, and then he's like, Pshaw! and there was like right behind us. Gotta so anyway. Better. Um, we, we tried to get set up on that deer and, but it just, that, that opportunity didn't work out. Yeah. We never saw that one again. Never did. It was kind of a bummer because it was a good opportunity, but it just didn't work out. Um, but he was a cool deer. He was, uh, he was tall, had a nice clean four by four, um, but not very wide. It wasn't very wide. Yeah. But a pretty deer. Uh, I would have been happy with him, but anyway, so, um, then we, yeah, we kind of hiked around a little bit after that, and then um, went back to camp kind of early-ish that night. Or, I mean, it was like 5. Yeah, probably dark. something like that, yeah. Anyway. Um, so then the next morning was terrible weather, right? Yes. It started off not too bad. Yeah. But it just, like, deteriorated, like, really fast. The, the visibility was terrible. And just got worse and worse to the point where, like, it was basically pointless to hunt. Yeah. We were going to go out all day. Yeah. Like, we went, like, farther than we'd ever been. Yeah. To a new glassing spot. Yep. Didn't see anything. And, yeah, the, the deer were just hunkered down, like, um, oh, yeah, that's right. We went all the way out there to that spot you yeah. found. We were just sitting there in the snow. Sitting there in <laughs> driving snow for, like, how long? Maybe an hour or two? Yeah. Probably a couple hours. Okay, that's something else. Like, while we're talking about differences in, like, mindset and, like, hunting culture and stuff... If, like for you, like if you got out there and it was just like driving, would you just immediately have gone back to camp or would you have done what we did and kind of stayed and just given it a shot for a little bit? Uh, if I was hunting, I probably just would have stayed all day. <laughs> I'm serious. Okay. Because you never know. <laughs> okay, well, okay, that's what you should do, folks. Do that. <laughs> um, but like, I kind of tend to, was... like, like I, we sat there for like an hour, hour and a half maybe. Yeah. Right? And then... 
what? Why did we decide to leave at that point? Did I say let's go? Yeah, I guess I did. Yeah, so, I was yeah. kind of okay with it. Like yeah. it wasn't like cold, but yeah, yeah. you couldn't see great. And no. I was, I know, we sat there for like an hour, an hour and a half. I guess I'm more prone to just kind of like um, maybe a little more backcountry longevity because like I got ten days planned for this hunt, and like if I'm not seeing deer, I guess like after a while, and I just feel like I'm, in my very brief limited experience, although. You know, I have quite a bit of experience with whitetails, and I never see whitetails in the wind or rain. Like, I know some guys might say it's great hunting. I don't know. But me personally, when it's windy and rainy, I never see a deer. So I can't imagine mule deer are much different in driving snow and, like, hard wind. But I was just kind of like, I don't want to sit out here and just freeze and get soaking wet. Let's just go back. Or, no, we didn't go back at that point. We went back to, um, or did we go back at that point? And we came back out later. Yeah, we went back and we were like, let's come out like earlier afternoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we went back to kind of see if it would clear up. I was thinking it would clear up. That's the other thing. I got a um, a Garmin weather report, which another thing is he never looks at weather. I'm a weather checker. Is that all service out there? It's like not accurate either. That, so. They're not. Like yeah. it said it was going to stop snowing at like one. We stayed in camp till two or three and it, it wasn't stopping. Yep. So we were just like, whatever, let's just go out at this kind of closer spot and just look. Yeah. So we did. We went back out and, and looked for a while and then it got to the point where like you couldn't see anything. No. Yeah, you could see like 500 yards, but like yeah. barely. So. so we went back like probably 30 minutes before legal light or something. Yeah. We stayed out there pretty good still. So I think yeah, we, we left at 445, 430 or something. Yeah. Anyway, um, and so that was kind of, that was. I don't want to over-dramatize it or anything like that, but that was, if if every hunt has a story, that would have been, like, my low point in the hunt. Um, just because we'd, we'd had a couple really good close opportunities. I'd made some questionable calls in some of them, mainly the first one. I think I did everything pretty much right in the second opportunity, but the first one I kind of beefed a little bit. Um, so I'm kind of just like, ah, oh, man, like, a little bit bummed. And the weather's bad. I still have, like, in the back of my mind a slight, like, built-in nervousness about, like, the roads getting too bad. We can't get out. Because the snow yeah. was coming down. Yeah, it was. Windy. Yeah. And so I was kind of praying, like, Lord, let this clear up, please. Because, I mean, one day of that's one thing. But if you start getting to two, three days straight of that. Yeah. It can get, it can get rough. It can get dicey. Yeah. You don't want to get stuck back there. It's not like no. we're in the middle of nowhere, but you don't want to get stuck back you there. You don't want to get stuck. No. No. You do not want to get stuck. So... Especially in that cold weather. Yeah. And nobody, I mean, we were in there the entire time. We never saw another truck come through the area. Yeah. I personally never laid my eyes on another human. I saw one time a truck on the, like, way, like, maybe four, five, six miles away or something. Um, that was it. I never saw another human. Like, we had this place to ourselves, yeah. which was cool. But also, you don't want to get stuck back there because no one's going to, like, right. pass you. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, no yeah. one came through our area. Yeah. Um, so, which I'm not sure why, but it's pretty awesome on like a general tag in the rut. It was. That's pretty rare, huh? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Definitely. So, yeah. Um, I, I don't know what the deal is. I guess a lot of people road hunt. Yeah, for sure. And I guess the weather was not great. I mean, it really wasn't. No. This time of year, this area of the country, like, it's just, weather's not great. Yeah. It's cold. <laughs> yeah. It's snowy. Yeah. It's wintertime. Exactly. Yeah, it's wintertime. You know, back home, it's still, like, fall until, like, yeah, just, you know, mid-December. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, just totally different. Um, definitely my coldest hunt ever. Um, I'm glad that that last hunt I did um, with Luke, 
I got a little bit of a taste of it to kind of be like, yo, <laughs> like yeah. you need to get your gear and stuff dialed, which maybe we can take a really quick break from the story and just, since we're on the topic, and just talk about gear, yeah. um, about cold weather gear. Um, so just a couple things I wanted to hit. My feet get super cold. And this is why you, well, it goes back to what I was saying about I'm glad that last hunt I did kind of prepared me a little bit. I brought, only thing I brought in that last hunt was some fingerless gloves. I didn't have any like mittens or even just like regular gloves that cover your whole finger because I'm not much of a glove guy. But dude, when you're down in five degrees, zero degrees with wind, like my hands in that last hunt were literally cracking, like and bleeding. Mm. Um, I was, <laughs> sucks. I'll tell you this, I, um, my hands got so bad. I actually cut slices of my salami and was rubbing it in my hands to get the greases, like, to moisturize yeah. my skin. Oh. Yeah. Dang, dude. That sucks. So, anyway, I'm glad that trip warmed me up. Um, I brought mittens this time. Yep. For glassing. I brought a um, ridiculously, insanely huge coat. Yeah. No <laughs> kidding. I think some guys made fun of me one time in the restaurant. Really? Like, we're, like, laughing. I could have been <laughs> in my mind, but... I got this Kuyu burner. Now, it probably looks ridiculous if you're Logan, but like me, I'm from the south, okay? Like, this thing saved my butt, dude. This thing is like a sleeping bag. Oh, yeah. It's so nice. Did you see how, loft, how much loft is in it? Like, yeah. I could barely squish this thing into my backpack. Oh, you're right, dude. Wow. But, um, and it's waterproof, too. So it's like, instead of having to have your rain gear on top of your puffy, um, it's kind of got like a built-in rain gear on top of an enormous puffy. So, yeah. it's cool uh, piece. again, yeah, probably like I think a couple times Logan laughed at me at the amount of layers I put on. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm just you got to know yourself and like me if I'm like suffering to that point, like if I'm not prepared gear-wise, it'll just make me want to leave earlier, you know? Right. And like so, excuse me. Um, another thing, I get super cold feet. Um, I think I have like a circulation thing or something, but my feet get cold extremely easy. So, um, some friends of mine <coughs> recommended these boots. Uh, they're Schnee's pack boots. Um, do a lot of guys wear these around here? Um, I mean, obviously not like backcountry hunting stuff, right, right. but like... Just uh, in general? Maybe. I don't really see them you much. Don't, you don't see much? They might. But anyway, they're supposed to be good for really cold weather. Um, so a couple of friends of mine mentioned to get these because my feet get cold. Thing was... We were doing some serious hiking. Yeah. Like, again, I can't remember if it was the other time we were talking or this one, but um, you're not in the mountains, but it's, like, physically demanding like you're in the mountains because you're up and down so much. Yep. You know? Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, definitely. It's steep stuff. It's And it's steep, yeah. And especially with, you know, there was the entire time at least, I mean, depending on where you are in the drifts, but on average, like, um, ankle deep all the way up to knee deep snow. Um, so, um, I had to go with my, uh, and we were doing miles per day usually. So I went with my regular Hanwag, um, Tatra lights, um, and gators. You had some Schnees, um, yeah. like these are great boots, just not for what we were doing. You, which, which ones do you have? They're the Beartooth. They were the 300 gram insulation. Okay. So you got insulated like boots. Yeah. But barely. still not a ton. Not a lot of insulation though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, and Sinead's are great boots, too. Um, my wife's calling me really cold. Sorry, guys. Sorry, man. No worries, dude. No worries. Um, 
I don't want like to talk to my kid for the first time in a week and be like, yo, I can't talk to you right yeah. now. <laughs> no, no, you're good. Um, Family's important. I, yeah, man. I like it. For sure. Um, you're in a big family too, right? Yeah. You get what, six sisters or something? Five. What's that like, having five sisters? I don't know any different. Everyone <laughs> yeah. always asks me, I'm like, I don't know. I like them. <laughs> yeah, no, that'd be fun. I feel like it'd be like a lot of fun. Most of the time, yeah. <laughs> There's like Sometimes crazy drama all the time. Oh, yeah. Do you just like kind of sit back and laugh at it or do you like get uh, involved? No, I don't really, I don't, I try not to get involved. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I hope you don't get sucked in too much, but. Yeah, it's not too bad. They're, they're really not that dramatic. It'd be really fun when you got to deal with six brother-in-laws. Yeah, I know. That'll be fun. Yeah. I know. I got one. He's great, but um, it's interesting. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's just an interesting dynamic. Right. But, um, well, I mean, I got two brother-in-laws, sorry. But, yeah. Uh, anyway, um, if they're listening, love you guys. Um, so, let's get back to, I think, was there any more gear stuff I want to mention? Obviously, the wall tent was like... Game changer. Yeah. I mean, especially getting dark at 5 p.m. Yeah. When all you really have to like, look forward to is crawling into a teepee, like... It's doable. It's not like the end of the world. I did it in my last hunt, but um, it wasn't getting dark that early, and it wasn't as cold either. Right. So anyway, the wall tent was amazing. Just being able to come in and have the stove, get a fire going, cook some food, yep. and we did that pretty much every night. Like it was so nice to have that. Um, so thanks for bringing that, dude. Got you. <laughs> and uh, okay, so we got to the end of the first day. We didn't see any deer, right? I think that's all the gear stuff I wanted to mention. Um, yeah, fine. Um, so we didn't see any. Okay, that was the low point of the story. And then the next day came. It was day five. We're already at day five. Yep. Wow, we okay. Yep. We made it to day five. <laughs> so um, day five, um, we. So on day four, when I was sitting on that other knob getting pelted in the face with snow and like just couldn't see anything. I was on my maps and I was looking for, okay, what are we going to do next? Because at this point, I feel like we're both kind of like, we might have hunted this area out a little. Yeah. Do you we think we looked, did? Yeah, like we weren't seeing as much and like we kind of had looked through everything already. And Yeah, totally. It was getting, yeah, it's getting dry. It was, there was less of those random buck just walking through type experiences. Yep. And, um, and even our glassing sessions were not as fruitful. So... And the weather was, you know, maybe played into it. But we, right. I think we did kind of hunt it out a little. I mean, we already blew out, what, did. two bucks? Yeah. And passed, you know, a few smaller ones. Yeah. Probably two or three, like, forkies we passed or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I decided let's go check out this other spot, which from where we were then, we were about, I think, a mile and a half from camp, like, give or take a quarter mile or something. Or maybe, yeah, it was about that, wasn't it? Mile and a quarter, mile and a yeah. half? Yeah. Something like that. Again, it sounds like nothing, and it's not bad, but it's a lot of up and down and yeah. like weird topographical things. And I'm carrying quite a bit of gear actually with my rifle and that huge camera. He's got a spotter and his camera gear. So yeah, we got. I usually carry like a day's food with me and a stove as well because I really like enjoy having like a hot breakfast. Like I, I started. I picked this up from Luke. Started eating my breakfast hot like later in the morning instead of at camp in the morning. So you kind of have something to look forward to and kind of warm you up. Like when it starts, if it starts to get slower on like, you know, nine or something, you want to just like make quick breakfast, it's kind of a little morale booster, I think. And then um, if you, a couple times I had, we had ramen for lunch. Yeah. But anyway, uh, that's just another little thing. I like to do it. Some guys don't. He was mainly munching on Butterfingers. 
How many Butterfingers did you eat this week? Six. And how many Snickers? Like six. <laughs> so he's fueled on candy, folks. He's a hunting machine fueled on candy. That's what it takes. <laughs> I think he ate more sugar this week than I like ate in the past like two years combined. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But uh, he's 20, so he can get away with like fueling on Butterfingers. But um, no, I was just laughing at him about that. But um, okay, so back to the story. What? Where are we? Yeah, so day five, we yeah. you you, oh, yeah. you planned the spot. I actually contributed to the hunt. <laughs> no, um, so yeah, I did. I found the spot. It was about from where we were is another mile, about yeah. right, but not an easy mile. No, it's like kind of around the mountain. Yeah, it was like around. Yeah, we had to kind of go around this canyon thing. Um, anyway, that would give us ability to look into new country we hadn't looked at, or, and be able to be like in striking distance of some stuff. Yep. Um, so we get out there. It was kind of tough to wake up that morning. It was. Yeah. That was like the toughest morning. Yeah. I was tired. Yeah, we kind of like we kind of put on a fair amount of miles a day before that. I think yeah, that was our highest mileage did. day. To that um, point. Yep. Yeah, and uh, and so we were feeling it a little bit, and then that night was really windy. Like the wind was just yeah. whipping the tent, and like um, the stove was like. <laughs> so like. Um, I didn't sleep great, and also just coming off that kind of hard day, like, it was a little tough to get out of the bag that morning. Yeah. Every other morning, he was, like, popping out, like, whoop, right at six. That morning, like, I, I kind of got up first, and he was kind of like, uh. <laughs> Not bad. A little longer. Yeah. No, yeah. It was literally, like, a 30-second delay, folks. Like, not, not a big deal. It just, he wasn't instantly out. Um, so, but anyway, that was, that was a tough morning, even for, for, all, for both of us, just, you know, just to kind of... Is that moment of, okay, I don't feel like going out and sitting in the freezing cold wind, but that's why I'm here. Like, we're here to hunt. We're not here to, like, sleep in. And we were talking about this in the truck. Like, usually if you keep working hard, even if you don't feel like it, you keep hitting the knob, even if you don't feel like it, whatever. Um, and, again, I don't want to over-dramatize it because we all love hunting. But there are those mornings where it's, like, a little tougher, right? Always is, Yeah. yeah. But if you just if you just keep working hard and keep keep going after it, like it usually pays off. Yep. Right. So. So anyway, so we we collected ourselves and, and got out the door only about ten minutes later than usual, I think. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, no big deal. And uh, as we're hiking out there, we kind of get to our our farthest point, and then we got about another about mile or so to go, maybe a little more. And at first, I'm like, oh, man, I don't know. It was starting to, sp it was spitting snow a little bit when we got up, I think, and out. Yeah. Wasn't it like a little, a little bit, bit and little cloudy? Bit. Yeah. But like about, about a mile, mile and a half into the hike, the sun started peeking out. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I feel good. Yeah. Like that was a huge morale booster. Yeah. Was it for you too? Yeah. Just to be able to see and feel yeah. like some warmth maybe with yeah. the sun out. Yeah. Just seeing the sun was like, okay. And yeah. the deer seemed to move better, yeah. I think, when yeah. it's kind of sunny, especially after like a day of like really bad weather. Right. So anyway, I was feeling a little better. And we get up there and it's a pretty good spot. It was. Yeah. It was a good spot. Yeah. It was good. We could see a lot of country. Uh, he spotted a doe and a fawn first of all and they kind of yeah. yeah they were just kind of bedded and hanging out like down there and then uh i made some breakfast we were sitting there i went i went i actually stood up and went to go look on the other side just to make sure because a couple times we'd done that or like you'd done that a couple times like walked around and there'd be like a deer like right there so yeah. i went around to go check the other side and about that time what tell me what did you see 
like mile, like two miles away. Seen a couple does standing there. I mean, I couldn't tell my binos. I was like, oh, there's some deer. Pulled out the spotter, got it on them. Counting, there was like three does I could see. And then around the corner, there's a buck. And I was like, oh, there's a buck, okay. And uh, What I was the see... first thing that like, for me, a lot of times it's kind of their behavior. Like they're kind of standing off by themselves or like yeah. his body size. What is it like that keys you in? Like, first of all, like, oh, it's buck. Well, I, could, I could see his horns because he was okay, up against see. the snow. So it's just like... <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. But you know what I mean, though. Sometimes when they're like really far, but you can just cut, you can't really tell like on the first yeah. look. You can sort of tell by like In their behavior and like whether yeah. it's a buck or a doe, right? Yep. Um, so, but you see horns, right? Yep. Okay, so what'd you see? Big two point. I was like, <laughs> oh, he's kind of cool. And he like, he's like walking. He had like, he's good mass and he turned his head and I seen he was like pretty wide. I was like, oh, yeah. that's kind of a cool buck. Yeah. So. Yeah, I didn't think though. Like I was like, he's he's a long ways away. Like, and he's like not huge. Like, yeah, I don't know if we could like get over there, and make a play on him. And I kind of wanted to see what you thought too. So, called you over. Yeah, you looked at him for a bit. What'd you think? So yeah, I um. First, like, <laughs> he said, "Oh, I got a buck," and like, I got excited because he would have. Usually, he's not. I don't know. By that time, you can kind of read each other on a hunt, yeah. right? Like yeah. your cues. like, And so just the way he said it, I was like, oh, it might be a good one. So I kind of walked over there. And, uh, and yeah, he looked good. He looked like a cool deer, like obviously right here. He, he was probably the widest buck we saw. I think so. You think so? Yeah. yeah I think so. I think so. he was the widest buck we saw. Obviously, he's pretty tall, too. He's a two-point, but he got good mass. And I saw the eye guards. And yeah. Anyway, again, I... I from my perspective, especially maybe at this point in my hunting, western hunting career, but I mean, it's kind of just how I am in general with whitetails too. Like, when I see a deer, I don't really, I look at their antlers and I looked at his, but I don't like really like fully like detailed analyze them. I just kind of like, that's a nice deer. Let's go for him. <laughs> you know. So, yeah. but um, but yeah, I looked at him. And I was like, yeah, I'd be happy with that deer. He's a really cool deer. I think, um, yeah, I think he's cool. And I even said like. If you were hunting, would you shoot him? Did I say that? Uh, you might have. I can't remember. Or I, well, I feel like I would have said no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe it wasn't that wording. I think it was no, like, I, I, I said, if, it was, no, you I, said, I, if, I remember. if this is a deer that you want to shoot, would you go after yes, him? Yes, yes. I, I said, that's exactly right. I said, if that was, because I was asking more about the like how far he was. Like how to get on him. Yeah, because yeah, when I first saw him, I was like, was there's no ways. way. I, I literally, my first reaction was, Okay, that's cool that we get to see a deer, but we gotta find one closer. You know, like it was like across, like almost a river, like across the canyon, like way far. Yeah, it was. I did the line on my maps later, um, which was one point seven five miles. Yeah, um, he, and he could have been more close to two. So anyway, uh, we saw him, but then he he uh, he bedded down, and then one by one, he had like seven no. Logan says five. I think it was seven. <laughs> Get some does with him. He had, he had a nice group of does. The biggest harem of does of any buck we'd seen. Yeah. Right? So he beds down, kind of just nonchalant, like, yeah, you know, I'm good. He wasn't chasing him around really or anything. He kind of like, yeah. he was in control of him. He knew it was up. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, so he's sitting there, and then one by one, the does start to bed. And I'm kind of thinking, I was consulting Logan too, like how, you know, how do you, like, what, I asked you, like, what cues you in on 
um, what might just be like a temporary like 15 minute little bed down versus like okay I'm gonna stay here for a while yeah and you said what did you say do you remember kind of yeah I was like it's like well it's kind of like hard to tell but like if they're all bedded down yeah and they're kind of sitting there like they're probably gonna bed down for a while yeah and it was like kind of like that midday like going into midday so like yeah, it was gonna were, be about 10 yeah yeah Sun was kind of out, so it was like warm for them yeah. sitting there. So, yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, at that point, there was one of his does was bedded, and then I I kept an eye on him. He well, he moved a little bit from when we first saw him. They moved. Yeah, like mm, a couple hundred. Yards. Yeah, a couple hundred yards. So I basically, while Logan was kind of like, I think you were kind of looking for something closer, weren't you? Oh, just I to was, be yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. So he's looking all around for something closer. I'm just I'm just glued on him on the spotter, and then trying to get some footage of my long camera of him. Um, so I did, I was able to find him in the camera, get some footage. It's pretty far away footage yeah. was, you know, best I could get. Cause he was far away. It was like yes. almost two miles. Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, and then I'm trying to keep an eye on him. I did manage to keep an eye on the deer, um, until he bedded. And then one by one, his does started bedding. And that's when we had that whole conversation about what we were just talking about. And then I remember kind of being like, okay, two out of five are down. Yeah. Okay. Three out of five. That. Okay. Yeah. Four out of five. I was like, okay, now they're all bedded down. I was like, what do you think, man? <laughs> yeah. And uh, he, you kind of, I think at first you didn't think we could get him either, either but then you kind of, kind of, I can see the wheels turning and you're like, yeah, I thought we could get him. how we could get over there and like where we could get and let's look on the map a bunch. And yeah. Yeah. Kind of figured out a way to, to get there. The more we looked at it, it wasn't terrible. It really wasn't. It was far, but it wasn't yeah. terrible. We, we had to go down quick. one huge canyon to go across a huge, like, flat thing. Yeah. And then kind of up. The, the problem was that we had to kind of get up, and that's where we were kind of trying to figure out which yeah. kind of ridge to get on. Yeah. Right? But um, Logan actually dropped a pin where he thought the thing was. <laughs> and I didn't even look at it, but when we got done cleaning him, I looked at my map, and it was probably, like, 10 feet from where the deer was. Like, he dropped it right on the deer. And I remember even thinking on the way up there, I was like, I was like, I wonder how close his pin is. And then I was like, thinking back on the week, and I was like, I bet it's really close. <laughs> I was telling you, I'm like, I was like, like I, I think this is where it's at, but I'm not sure. But I was like, actually, pretty sure. I was like, that's like, yeah, you were so humble about it. You're like, I'm pretty sure they're here. And then I'm like, I remember literally thinking in my mind, when I was going up there, and I was praying the deer would still be there, and I was like, and I just had this dialogue. I was like, I wonder how close that pin was. And I was like. I bet it's really freaking close. <laughs> I just like I was like just knowing Logan, like that's probably on point. So, and it was. So yeah. anyway, we I looked at the map, and we both you know had kind of been agreeing on our line over the whole way, and kind of we watched him a little bit when we could on the way down, like mm -hmm. maybe every couple hundred yards, like just pop, yep, still there. I remember checking, yep, he's still there. I, I picked out two visual cues on the skyline. Um, to head to because it's really this country is really kind of hard to pick out. Yeah, you have to look for very close for details to really like remember a spot because it's not it's very always different. Yeah, it's not like very like distinct features. It's all yeah. kind of like broken up, so it's kind of hard to pick out. So anyway, I did my best to mark two like distinct trees that like he was under or whatever. And but by the time we got all the way across the flat part, you couldn't I couldn't see my visual markers anymore. So at that point, we're kind of relying on where Logan thought they were on the map and just kind of our common sense. And mm -hmm. so we're heading towards the line. I pulled up my map and I said, All right, you want to try to head down this finger? And he's like, Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. So so that's what we did. Um and we're going and 
I remember, you know, checking a few different spots. Then we both kind of got the sense that, like, we're, we could be getting really close. Yeah. Um, I think at that point I, like, put an earplug in. I think I put an earplug in, like, on the trail. You did? Yeah. yeah. I, I remember seeing it in. Yeah. yeah. I put an earplug in. Like, like I was pretty confident that we'd get a shot, even though it is it is very, like, interesting to me. Again, I keep going back, but i just been thinking a lot this week about the differences in uh, our hunting style and, and just what I know versus what he's, you know, grown up with. Um, but it's, it's interesting to me that, I don't know, I always get like really nervous that like they're not going to be there or you're not going to find them. Yeah. But like, it's a skill that you've kind of learned and you can find them. It's possible. Yeah. Like <laughs> where he was at. Yeah. Like where he was at wasn't like a super thick timbered area. Yeah. Uh, it was fresh snow. So if he did like go off somewhere, like we we could figure out where he went. Yeah. And I, I knew, like, where he was at. If he went either way, if we got up there in time, we would still see him, like, uh, like yeah. on the hillside. I guess I just don't have, like, the, like, confidence in it yet because it's just such a new thing. Um, but I felt I felt really good the whole stock except for the last, like, 20% where I wasn't quite sure and I'd lost my visual cues. But anyway... Um, it's just interesting. Um, it is a skill that can be developed, and I learned a lot on this trip about it, but um, still working on it. But anyway, we both we both kind of agreed on this one finger would be the best shot. I think you probably already knew like way before, but I looked it up, and, and, and it looked like based on your mark, that would be the best spot to go, and, and, and you, you were thinking the same thing. So we get out there, and we both start to kind of feel like, all right, we're probably getting close. And... Um, you pop up your knock your binos, what do you see? Which by the way, I'm not ragging your binoculars, but like it speaks to how no. cool I like it. I think it's amazing. Yeah. He has some um, binoculars that are just kind of run of the mill, like and old, right? They're old. Yeah. How old? They're like hauled together with tape. Yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs> I'm not trying to rag on your binoculars. Yeah. Like I think it's no. cool. It just like it just goes to show that like it's not about I mean, it is good to have the best optics you can get if you are so inclined or want to but i mean this man was spotting everything in the woods and just was using normal old old they 10 years old, old uh at least yeah. yeah like they were like my dad's when i was young and then he oh gave cool them to me, so like, that's cool man yeah old stuff is cool so um i bet you have a lot of memories of those things huh oh, yeah. you probably spot a lot, a lot of animals. stuff of those things yep Killed a lot of them too killed huh? a lot of them <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. this man is a silent killer i'm telling you guys um, so anyway, we started getting close. I, we decided, I said, this stalk, because in the past we'd been kind of like, I'm trying to throw him, because, okay, I kind of enjoy getting the long range video of the animals. I kind of think it's fun. So I usually carry around the big camera, but I, I learned that like on a stalk, like you got to just give the camera to your guy, which I, yeah, probably was, should have been doing it anyway, but, um, because there's just less confusion. Right. Like, you have the camera already. I don't got to throw yep. it to you, whatever. So, anyway, yep. that, that's something I'm just, like, learning as I go. But, um, so, this stock, I gave Logan the camera. And I was like, let's just do it this way so we can kind of don't have to do it in the moment. And so, that worked out perfectly. He got the camera set up, right? And you spotted the deer. What, what did it look like when you saw it? Well, all I seen <laughs> was, like, from here up, just, like, split. Yeah, it looked like like a stick. And I was like, yeah, yeah, is yeah. It maybe I like, wasn't sure. I thought it was, but I like wasn't sure. Yeah. So I was like, let's pull out the spotter and like double check. He was only like he's only what three hundred yards away. Yeah. 
And then he like lifted his head up. He's like, oh, there you go. That's it. <laughs> yeah. We were like about to like move on and like try to get down the ridge more to peek yeah, around. Yeah, we were. And then, yeah. And I was like, like oh, we, we nope. peeked up and he was like just above the skyline. Yeah. Like we could just start to see yeah. him. And you spot him with your, your tens. And then I looked up. I have like those SIG stabilized 16s, which are pretty sweet. Yeah, they're cool. Um, but they're not that expensive, really. Uh, yeah. But anyway, um, I see him, and it was a great spot. Because, yeah, it just looked like a stick. And then, like, kind of a weird, like, uh, it did look a little furry. Like a little yeah. furry yeah, blob. Yeah, see it, exactly. Um, like a little brown spot that just stuck out a little bit, you know? Yeah. So, um, and then I could see, obviously, I, I saw this little thing, like, moving a little bit, yeah. like this. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's definitely him. And then he looked at me. Yeah, he looks up. <laughs> and then he looks up, and I was like, oh, that's definitely him. So we, we back off a little bit. Um, what were you thinking at this point? I was, I was like, ready to, I was like, okay. Hey. Really like crawl guy. up there and we're gonna get him. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like, he's he's done, dude. Like, <laughs> he's done. As long as you can hit him. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay, see, I still like, I don't, I don't, I don't ever think he's done until his head's on the dirt. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, there's there's still some. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah until, but yeah, you but. you've had that's what I'm saying. Like I'm still. That's another thing is like you get like, nah, whatever. I don't want to get too into the weeds, but, yep. um. You've seen this scenario go down more than I've lived it go down. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, in your mind, it's interesting to hear, like, what you, like, you're thinking, oh, this guy's Yeah, it's like, yeah, like, we're in a great spot. Like, yeah. he doesn't know we're here. Like, we just gotta just play the cards right from here. And, yeah. It, yeah. And the cards like, were in our favor. 100%. The, yeah, we couldn't even see the dose. Like, yeah. they were around the hill. Like, it, they... If they were on the other side, they might have spotted us and we could have busted them. But yeah, if there's five pairs of eyeballs looking our way yeah. instead of one when we came across that, yeah, um, for sure. So everything worked out perfectly. Like the Lord, I was praying a lot because the Lord definitely blessed us on this. Like everything worked out really great. We got in this finger. He was right where Logan thought he was. Um, I got to give shout out to Logan on that one. Um, and uh, he spotted him. And uh, yeah, so he gets the camera set up behind us. I crawl up, get a range. I asked, hey, can you verify my range? And you got the same. Yep. Um, he was good to go. He was rolling. I actually um, took this small camera with me when I crawled up. I had my bipods, a Spartan Precision uh, Pro Tac, which I really like that bipod, by the way. It like, extends out. Um, and I snuck up there. We had it perfect. The wind was actually, I checked the wind even. The wind was going like this. Yeah. Um, and he was out here. He was kind of looking at us, but not yeah, like I don't nervous. Think he was, I don't think he knew we were there, though. I think no. he was just looking because he was just yeah. That's just the way his the body direction. was. Yeah. yeah, he was directionally looking at us, but he wasn't like looking at us. Yeah. And so, I got just to where I could see over and um, had my bipod out. He's rolling the camera. I started another kind of thing I learned, like just out in the shooting range, that if you don't have anything else, if you unbuckle your bino harness. You can just put it as a rear rest and just give you a little extra bit of stability, um, which I was happy with myself on this trip in that every time I got a shot, shot opportunity, I was very like conscious about making a really good rest, like front yeah. and back. I think there was another one. Yeah, when we had him across the ridge at like 420 when he was looking at us, um, like the second day or whatever, mm -hmm. remember mm -hmm. I asked you to throw me your pack too? Yep. And I put your pack behind me as a rear rest and had my pack in the front. Yeah. Yep. So um, that's a really big deal um, as far as just making a really good rest. Usually these mule deer give you 
a little time if they don't. You right. Know. Hopefully you have time. Yeah. Hopefully you have time. If you don't have time yeah. to make a good rest, you probably don't have time. To yeah. Shoot. Like, <laughs> it's probably not smart. To yeah. Exactly. Well said. If you don't have time, you don't have time. But if you do have time, make a good rest. Yeah. So I was able to get a good rest um, with what I had, you know, available. And he was staring straight at us, <clears throat> and there was another point on the trip where we had a deer staring straight at us, and you know kind of thinking, should I wait till he turns broadside? Should I shoot? Um, and I personally think that the frontal shot, I know some people have, we were talking about this too, like mm -hmm. some people say, oh, it's unethical or whatever. <clears throat> I, th I find it very devastating if you hit the animal. And like we were saying earlier, like if you miss, it's more likely you just cleanly miss. Mm -hmm. But if you hit, like if that thing is like this and you hit like anywhere in here, I mean, he's done. He's, yep. he's, he's toast. Done. So... Um, so anyway, part of me is like, okay, do I like sit here and wait for, could be an hour or two before he stands up Yeah. or, um, you know, I got him at 284. I got a solid rest, solid verified range. I'm very comfortable at that range. Um, do I just take it? And I just decided based on kind of other events, I was like, I looked back at Logan. I was like, I'm going to take him. And you're like, yeah, yep. that was the right call, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. So, um, he also was still in his bed, which I know some people like say is, I don't know. I've heard, have you heard people say that's weird, that's no. not good to shoot people in bed? Or I haven't heard that. Not people no. shoot animals in bed. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I've heard some people say like, oh, you shouldn't shoot animals that are bedded. And maybe you shouldn't, but I, I felt confident the way his chest was exposed to me and like all of his throat and neck that I could get one in there cleanly and ethically. And I did um, hit it. And I mean, what'd you see? Dude, just antlers tip over, it's like done. Didn't move an inch. Didn't even his legs like he just was he was bedded there when he and he just died. Like yeah, like instantly. Didn't even kick at all. Like nothing. Yeah, yeah like his when we came up on him, his legs were still like perfectly. Yeah, he was just sitting there. Yeah, I was nervous because if if you would have shot him and he got up and like ran over the hill behind him or somewhere like we would have been hard, we would have lost him. Like we wouldn't have got a second shot probably from where we were at. Yeah. So I was a little nervous, but. Yeah, he just tipped over. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. It like it it happened so fast that by the time I got uh, my reticle back on where I thought he was, like there was zero movement. So I, yeah. I was, I thought I saw him laying there, but I was like, and then he was like, oh, you dumped him, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was uh, perfect. I, it, yeah, it just. I mean, we look back at the footage. I mean, it was literally just. Poof. So, um, <clears throat> shooting a three hundred wind mag. Barnes, 180 grain, solid brass bullet. I, I've said this a lot, but I really like solid brass bullets. We actually found the thing in yeah. probably, what, two-thirds of the way back through him, like in his ribs or something? Yeah. Like, and it was completely intact, perfect mushroom. I have it. I'm, it's in the car, but I, I'll show you guys in a post or something. It's perfectly mushroomed. Like, all the petals are still on it, um, and it just devastating. Yeah, it was cool. So... I was going to ask you, have you seen a lot of mule deer get hit in their bed and get up? Does that happen? I, no, I haven't personally seen Yeah, I feel like, much. We, I think we, we talked about this even, like, um, people, I don't know. I think it, it would take a lot for a deer that's bedded after being shot to get up and run yeah. than one that's already on the hoof, kind of like, right. you know what I mean? Yeah. So, anyway, he dumped, and I was stoked, man. Yeah. What were you feeling? I was I was stoked too. <laughs> it's just as fun to be on a hunt than and like film it as shooting it yourself. So. Yeah, yeah. 
That was awesome. That was cool, man. It um, was fun. Yeah, and I was glad to share it with you. And um, I was really happy. It was just kind of that, you know that feeling of a uh, little bit of the pressure's off. Like, just, yeah, you got it. You did what you came to do. Yep. And it's a good buck, and um, good mature deer. So, um, you know, it's out there, guys. Opportunities out there. Adventures out there. Um, you just got to be willing to, you know. Except sometimes it's hard, sometimes it's a little scary, sometimes you gotta deal with negative 21, you know. But you plan it right, get some good friends, you know, and uh, it can be done, yeah, can be, yeah, um, for sure. Let's see. So, I mean, after that, you know, we had we had a nice lunch in the mountain, uh, before we cleaned them, kind of just enjoying the moment, taking some photos, yep. Uh, we both cooked up some ramen so we'd be fueled. And not have to be eating while we're all bloody before the pack out. I yeah. thought that was a good call. That was a good call. We we both just sat down, took some pics, ate some ramen, and um, had a little ignite. I did anyway. I don't know if you did. Nope. <laughs> um, and then uh, we got to work, right? Yeah. And so I pretty much uh, took the quarters off. You deboned while I was doing that. Got the back straps, tenderloins. You have this cool, what's that um, tenderloin knife you have? That thing is cool. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Tell it's, them about it. It's just a, it's like a, a gut hook knife, um, but it's not, so it's got a gut hook on one side. and Folding it's, knife too. Right? Yeah, yeah. And it's got like, it's got two knives come out of it, two blades. Yeah. But the one is a, it has a gut hook and but and then the other side is, is sharp, but it's not pointy on the end. Right. It's like rounded. Right. So like you can't like poke something with it, but, right. it, but it is sharp on the side. Because you can poke like right into the guts and intestines. Yeah, if you're doing the, t- and, yeah, like, the tenderloins. And you get stomach yeah, contents everywhere. It's the worst. So it was a really cool knife. It had just a rounded tip, but like a sharp inside. So anyway, yeah. um, he cut one out. I cut the other one out. And then um, we deboned it to save weight. And uh, then got we the heart. got the got heart. The heart out. Yep. There was like no even... meat loss either. No. There was like was crazy. this like, much ooh. of the shoulder was like damaged yeah. of one of the shoulders. And then the both hams are perfect, other shoulders perfect, back straps, tenor ones perfect. Yep. Um, I couldn't believe how big his neck was too, man. Yeah. He was, he was a big, crazy. like, he was dominant, man. He had all the ladies. He did. And he was well hung, I will For say. For good reason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed that he was well hung. <laughs> but anyway. Um, so that was cool. Um, enjoyed the moment. And then the pack out. What did you think of the pack out? You love pack outs, don't you? Yeah. They're fun after they're over. <laughs> no, so, like it was good. Like it was, it was grind. Yeah. It was kind of sketchy at first. Like it was like slippery and heavy packs and kind of going down through some of those. The mountain part. Which part would you, were you, are you saying it was sketchy? Uh, like um, when we, after we got to the road uh-huh. and then like. Dropping the, down that stuff, yeah. that was kind of like what I was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't like sketched out, but it was just like... Right, just getting I tough. I don't want to fall. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And like the, there was fences, several fences we had to cross, all yeah. on BLM, but um, you know, yeah. just cattle fences or whatever. And um, the part that was starting to get a little sketchy for me was we had to cross over like a riverbed, and then there was like a pretty, pretty gnarly little... I don't know. I, like I don't know what you'd call bluff it. Bluff kind of deal. Yeah, like a bl- yeah, a bluff. And um, but the the only way to go up it was like pretty rocky, and then in between the rocks was mud. Yeah. And snow. Like mud under the snow because it was kind of warm. Yeah. Yeah. And pretty high snow. Yeah. Like shin deep. Yeah. A couple spots I stepped into knee, and so that was a little sketch. And it was pretty steep, and it was kind of like 
sheer cliffs on the other side. But we got some sick photos when I got to the top of it, though. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I didn't see them yet, but I know they're cool. They're going to be cool. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so, yeah, Logan, Logan snapped some cool pics and video of that That's as he was doing the whole time. And, um, yeah, we got back. It took, it took three hours. I, t- I saw that. Was it? Yeah. Oh, it's not bad. Three hours and um, I think it was like four and a half miles, five? Yeah. Five-ish miles. So nothing crazy, but really tough terrain and deep snow and heavy packs. Yep. So it was, it was a pretty good one. It was a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, we were just stoked. We got back and ate. How much food did we eat? <laughs> we ate two hamburgers each and then, like, and then two hot dogs each. Yeah. And, <laughs> and a bunch of snacks. snacks. Yeah. <laughs> so we were enjoying it. Um, I, again, I don't know if I mentioned this already, but um, after, like, kind of grueling days like that, I don't sleep well. So he was tuckered, and you pretty much hit it at, like, 8 and went right to bed. Yeah. I sat there like an old man, just like, eh, for, like, till like, 11. I wasn't really in that much pain. It just, I was just uncomfortable. And when I have those high levels of stress from, like, heavy activity later in the day i just don't sleep well so i stayed there awake for like 11 and kind of slept off and on anyway um so yeah man it was a great hunt it was yeah it was fun yeah dude thanks for taking me yeah dude awesome. for sure dude um it was really good having like i said you helped me out a ton man can't thank you enough couldn't have done without you dude i appreciate it yeah dude it was fun so i don't know any closing like thoughts about the trip or anything i don't know i mean like this can all be done if you're from back east or down south or wherever like there's nothing stopping you from doing it what yeah. was this like this this tag was the draw but it only took two years yeah ago. this is a two point um two point two draw points. but so, even if you want to start with like an antelope hunt or yeah there's, there there's are some there are some zero point draws i think in wyoming i mean it's over in, the in early style. season yeah over the yeah. counter yeah um it's not too most like rut Mule deer hunts, you need at least a couple points. Yeah. The, the, yeah, because... It's true. It's like the best time to hunt. But. Right. Yeah, I mean, we, we were seeing bucks every day except for one. Yeah. Um, had other friends that tagged out really quick. Actually, <laughs> the dudes from P and Wild shot three bucks in like 24 hours. So Crazy. Uh, we were talking to them over the inReach and stuff, and I think... I'm sure they're going to have some sweet content, so check that, that stuff out too. But we were like hunting in similar areas. Um, but uh, anyway... I went off on a tangent. What were we talking about? Oh, just like getting, like you can. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can do this stuff, guys. Um, This is a two-point draw, so it took me two years. You can probably do it every two years. Yep. Something like that. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. Anything else? I don't know. Okay, well, guys, yeah, adventure is out there. Like we were saying, you know, um, if you have questions and stuff, you can hit me up. That's kind of the theme of the stuff I got going here and like future, future content, like all this, all these episodes we're filming. Um, I'm really excited to announce soon where you can see those, um, and be talking more about that. But, um, you know, the theme of it is, is that, you know, if I can do it, you can do it. I'm nothing special. Um, you know, yes, I do train for it because you do need to be in shape if you want to really kind of go hard. There are other options, you know, if you don't want to go hard, but it's fun to go DIY and push yourself and, and, and you know, test yourself, right? Yeah. You, that's why you do it probably, right? Yeah. You like that stuff. Yeah. He's, he's, he's a good hunter, man. So anyway, all I'm trying to say is, um, you know, it's not a joke. It's definitely serious, but it's doable. Um, it can be done. And hopefully by watching some of my content 
and listening to stuff like uh, a couple of you guys will see that it can be done and uh, happy to answer any questions if you got so but where can people um, see the stuff you're working on yeah instagram logan romney photography and uh, my youtube's logan romney cool um got a couple films on there and then i'm on instagram all the time so yeah he's gonna put his um buck film on there soon right yeah we'll go up in next couple weeks you shot a nice one this year in idaho did we talk about it on this recording? I don't remember. No, I don't think so. Okay. Tell them about your video really quick. I want to make sure we hit everything on my list. Uh, yeah. Got a video coming out about uh, my general season Idaho deer hunt. Rifle. Rifle deer. Sweet hunt. Um, I was out there for three days hunting and uh, got it done. So it's a cool buck. You have to yeah, check it out. Yeah, he's a really cool buck. He's what, like a one, you said 150 About 150, frame. yeah. He's got some got cool, some like really cool, like a triple little like kicker thing. Yeah. It's like, Large, medium, small. Yeah, he's cool. <laughs> he's a cool buck. Yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah. Um, thanks again, man. Um, we talked about cold weather gear a little bit, didn't we? Yep. Okay. Yep. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening to this podcast. Um, hope you guys enjoy. And uh, don't forget to hit the subscribe button if you're watching on YouTube or leave me a rating or review on Apple. And thanks for listening. We'll see you on the next one.